Hey everyone, this is your girl Anquanise Pleasant, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Dear younger me, I first want to apologize for every heartbreak that you received at such a young age. Dear younger me, I know that this may not make sense to you now because I left you in the dirt for so long, but I'm here now to dig you back up. Digging you back up is the hardest thing for me because I just knew that this will bring unsolved memories, bring unsolved feelings, bring that feeling back that we felt when we were younger when no one would listen to us. I'm sorry for leaving you hanging like everybody else did. I'm sorry for purposely muting your mouth because you knew that if you spoke with authority, if you spoke with knowledge, that people would look at you funny and that you wanted to fit in. I'm sorry that I allow people to come into our lives without explaining or expressing to them that the hurt that they caused us may further along be damage that we have to heal later. I'm sorry that I left you alone. I'm sorry that I allowed you to eat off the plate of negative words that people have spoken over you. I'm sorry that you thought that religion would give you a name, but it really didn't. It harmed you even worse. I'm sorry that the people that you looked up to turned out to be your worst enemies. I'm sorry that the men that you looked up to either began to hurt you or you physically saw the hurt that they put the women that you love so much through. I'm sorry that you didn't understand that a lot of the things that were happening were for your good, but I'm here now. I'm here to pick you back up. I'm here to heal you. I'm here to wipe every tear. I'm here to hold you when you cry at night, and I'm so sorry that we have to go on this journey right now, but it was coming sooner or later. This journey may not end overnight. This journey won't end overnight, but it will extend us further in life. If I continue to allow you to lay buried beneath the ground, suffocating from the fresh air, you may never come back alive. You've been underground for so long. You've been hidden for so long because I was scared of what people may say or think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the younger me that never got to view the world as a positive, good, clean place, but instead, you were brought into tragedy. I'm sorry that the rejection of one side of your family has caused you to mute yourself and self-sabotage every situation that feels like family because you never knew how it felt in the first place. I'm sorry that you didn't have anybody to talk to when you were younger because every time you said something, it was neglected or never counted for. I'm sorry that I never allowed you to validate your feelings or feel anything. Look at us now. We're both unattached to our feelings. We're both either overly emotional or under-emotional. We never know how to balance our ups and downs. Some situations, I may still act like you. I may still act like that seven, that eight-year-old little girl because I never healed over it. I know you're probably like, wow, you actually became the person that we dreamed of, but I never thought that I would be this broken. I never thought that you would be this quiet. I never thought that the tears that ran from your eyes would now still be the tears that ran from my eyes. We're connected. We'll always be connected. Younger me, I love you. Even if nobody else said that before, I love you with all my heart. I love every smile. I love every smirk. I love every joke that you told. I love every 
every move that you made. I love the way that you dance. I love the way that you think so freely. I love you just for you. I'm sorry that the rejection took a toll on you. And even today, it has taken that toll on you to the point where you now carry so much on you that it becomes heavy. I weighed you down. I tried to drown you once. I tried to knock you off. I tried to bury you in my backyard, but you still followed me to my new location. I'm sorry. I love you. And don't ever forget that. I'm going to pick you up and we're going to feel this way ourselves. We're going to feel our way through this world with God's guidance, with his light that shines on our path that will be more positive than ever because we know that healing is not easy, but we know that it brings us closer to the light. I'm sorry. Hey, everybody. Um, I know it has been another long time since I did another podcast, but I had to come on here and finally release this podcast. Um, Heal Her is going to be a very emotional roller coaster. I'm going to take you on that roller coaster because we got some childhood hurt, some childhood trauma that we need to deal with. And with that being said, I am in the process of actually healing over my childhood problems and issues and trauma that I went through. I'm going to let this be known now that a lot of toes may be stepped on. A lot of things that I may say you may not or may agree or disagree. But I'm just here to be a messenger so that we can all be a better adult. (laughs) Because what stems from us as a... What stems from us through our childhood definitely reveals itself in our adulthood. And I don't, I don't think a lot of people understand that if you don't go back and get that little girl, that she will continue to follow you around until you acknowledge her and heal her. So the first part of my healing process actually has been my childhood. And a lot of people do not understand the um, turmoil, the continuous turmoil, the continuous torture that a person goes through from their childhood now into now their adulthood um I did go through a I did go through a time where I struggled with my weight I basically struggled with my weight my whole life but um it really hit me hard my childhood um my emotions were muted in my childhood. My voice was muted in my childhood. Um, My coping mechanisms were taught to me in a negative way during my childhood. Also, um, rejection through um, not being accepted by a side of my family, not being, um, just being a part of family functions and being present during a lot of big things. Definitely, help me realize that I'm still going through this. And I want to make this disclaimer before I continue on. Everybody that hurts you doesn't intentionally do it. A lot of people are just reacting off of what they 
were brought up or went through as a child. Hence why the podcast is called The Generation of Curse Breakers. Um, Speaking negative about a child, speaking um, bad words over a child, muting a child's feelings, muting a child's imagination, muting a child's personality is a generational curse. It can be a generational curse. Just because somebody tried to kill or did kill your dreams does not mean that you have to go and kill another child's dream. That's not right. But everybody that did it did not mean to do it. They are only doing what they are taught. And I'm going to explain to you in a little while why it is very crucial to teach your kids a certain way. So, um, I dealt with the, I dealt with weight a lot in my childhood. I, I wasn't small. I don't I don't think I've ever been small. I don't think I've ever been um skinny. Yeah, I was skinny when I was like three, five, seven, around them ages, but um I've never really been that small. And I'll never forget that one of my cousins said to me uh, they said my nickname, which I'm not going to say on this podcast, but they said my nickname. They said, um, and Quinice, why are you so fat? At that time, I was about 10 or 11, and I just looked at them, and I was I was eating, but I just looked at them, and I was just so shocked because I'm like, did you just call me fat in my face? Like, I was so confused at such a young age because it's just like, who would say that to a child? I mean, everybody eats. I may just eat a little bit more than you. But um, it really did hurt my feelings. It did. It really did resonate until now to the point where um, at one point in my life, I want to say after I graduated from high school, so I was around 18, uh, weight was still a big problem for me. I did literally everything to lose weight. I would literally starve myself so that I can lose weight. So when I graduated from high school, my first year in college, I um, basically would wear my waist trainer every day, all day, even while I'm asleep. I would take it off when I'm in the shower and stuff, but when I get out the shower and I do everything I need to do, I'm putting my waist trainer back on, and it became so addictive to the point where um, when I got diagnosed with lupus that they were telling me to not wear my waist trainer anymore because it was actually harming my kidney even more, and that's just an example to show you that At the age of 10 or 11, somebody called me fat, and it still resonated to me eight to nine years later. I had to go back to the very place that that it was said to me because it was at a family house, and they actually still own that house. I had to go back there and literally tell myself to let it go. I cried, and I left it there, and I did not bring it back to my car with me. That is enough, That is one way I found my, myself of healing. Sometimes I can't go back to those places that I was hurt the most, 
but I do go around the location because I can literally sense the energy that was there before because it's a trigger for me to be back in those places that that spoke negative words over me. It's a trigger for me. So I went back to each of those locations and I spoke to myself and to the little girl at that time. And I just basically apologized to her which is where the poem, I'm Sorry, came from. After dealing with um, eating the words, eating the words on the plate that were given to me, I started to um, basically, basically vomit them up. I basically analyzed every word that was in my head negative about myself. So I got a big poster board. And I put literally every word that was spoken over me as a child. Fat, ugly, black, burnt, all of those negative words that were told over me, that were told to me and spoken over me at a young age, I put it on the board. And as I put it on the board, I begin to speak positive. So every for every negative word that was on the board, I wrote a positive word. For every positive word, I wrote a reason why. I am this. So if it was said ugly, I said beautiful. I am beautiful because I am made in his image. I put stuff in there that resonated to me to help me define who I really was. I then took myself into a place where I began to dig my younger self up. And when I say dig my younger self up, I I mean, basically, I hid her. I muffled her. I I told her to be quiet because I didn't want to deal with her. But not knowing that I was still her, even now today to now that I'm 24, I'm still her because that brokenness inside of me, it still resonated from her. Those words I was still crying from, that pain that I felt when I wasn't invited to a family picnic on my dad's side. That pain was still resonating and it was building. One thing we have to realize, our bodies are like um, pipes. It's like pipes. You know, when a pipe starts to clog up, it doesn't go down. As, As the debris builds, it doesn't go down the pipe. It continues to build up and stay in the sink. Um, I don't know if I'm making enough sense, but I was that pipe and everything was now coming to the surface. And now that everything was now coming to the surface because I couldn't hide it anymore, I was literally vomiting up those words that were spoken up, spoken over me simply because I never dealt with, I tried to compress it. But, you know, everything can't go down the drain. Everything can't just be released another way. Sometimes you have to vomit that stuff back up. Sometimes it have to show on the, the surface for you to deal with. And today I'm asking you to deal with it. Do not be scared to go back to those moments or those places where the trauma happened and release yourself from it. A lot of us have not released ourselves from our childhood trauma, and nine times out of ten, it was not our fault. 
every word that was spoken over you, it was not your fault. Your fault. There was nothing that you could possibly do to get them not to speak to you like that. There was nothing that you could possibly do to get them to hurt you like to get them to stop hurting you like that, to get them to stop pushing you away like that. Because nine times out of 10, when somebody is doing something negative to you, that is an inner thing and it has nothing to do with you. You just so happen to be the one that they reflect their hurt onto. And that is another factor that I found that I allowed people in my life to basically treat me like a garbage can. They just dump all their problems on me. Not only were they dumping all their problems on me, but they were reflecting their their own self-hurt on me. Even still to this day, I deal with that. And why? Because even as a kid, people were bent to me, and I never understood why. You're vented to a 10-year-old about your baby daddy cheating on you. I don't know what a baby daddy is. I really don't care. I really want to go outside. Because I can't go outside at my mama's house because we live in an apartment. So, can I go outside? But even as a younger person, people will vent to me. Adults will literally reflect their hurt from them on me. Tell me their problems. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm just helping them. No, some people are literally in your life treating you like a garbage can and reflecting and pouring all of their mess on you. And we have to be careful who we leave our kids around. Because some of the people that we allowed to watch our kids at a young age were not mentally stable. And it it resonated off of our kids, off of them to on our kids. I had to literally go back to every event, every event that I could possibly remember and take myself out of the equation. And realize that it had nothing to do with me. I was told um, recently that we are sometimes our own worst enemy. We will be the biggest enemy to ourselves sometimes. And I had to be okay with that. Because at the same time, everything I did self-harming at a young age, um, letting people reflect their hurt on me, letting people just say anything to me and not speaking on it, letting people just do all these different things. And I never said anything about it because I didn't feel that my voice was enough to speak on it. I didn't feel that my feelings were even worth me even saying anything to anybody about. This is why I'm going back to heal her. I'm going back to heal her because my happiness is better than anything. My happiness is better than any material thing that I could buy me. I thought that I was sad when I was younger because I didn't have a lot of things that I wanted. Even though I got majority of them, but a lot of other things that I really wanted, I never got. But even when I got older and I got it, I still wasn't happy. The little girl inside of me still wasn't happy because she needed more work done than buying her something. 
I'll never forget one of my birthdays or Christmases. I, I don't really remember what the event was, but my me and my mother were staying with my cousins. We, they had like a townhouse together, I want to say. It, it kind of reminded me of a townhouse or an apartment, if you want to call it. But I had a basement full of toys. When I tell you I had every toy that you can ever think of, I had it. And I still wasn't happy. I wasn't happy because the pain that was resignated from people that bought those toys had ended. And it ended just for a period of time while I was playing those toys. The pain that they caused me was still there. I thought, oh, well, they called me ugly, but they bought me a birthday gift, so I guess I'm not ugly no more. But really, honestly, because I ate that, I ate off the plate that they provided me from, I still thought I was ugly 10, 20 years later. It's time to go back and heal our child, heal our childhood self. We cannot be the best parent. We cannot be the best sister. We cannot be the best friend. We cannot be the best business owner. We cannot be any of those things, any title that you carry. You will not be the best version of that until you go back and heal the childhood trauma and hurt that you have went through. So today I tell the younger me, I'm sorry. I hope today's podcast really did help you. Um, We are on a mission to get 500 views and listeners on this podcast, and I would really like your help. So if you could share it, leave a review on any of your favorite podcasts. Um, We're going to get back in the motion of getting our our, um, guests to get back on here. But I really want to thank everybody for listening in. I want to thank our out-of-the-country listeners for listening in. I really do appreciate you guys. I want to thank my family for supporting us. I want to thank everybody. But today, reflect on healing. That's the word for 2020, healing. It's time to go back and heal our childhood hurts. Love you guys. Thank you.